So it was Rumi who said, all things happen for me, not to me. I believe this mindset shift has been important for my growth and could be for yours as well. So join me in this season two premiere where we break down the implications for this essential shift and how to accomplish it. But before we get into that, I have a question for you. Have you had your dose of pep today? No? Don't worry. I've got you. Let's go. Pep Talk Podcast. I am your host, Coach Jay, a life coach in DFW, specializing in mindset, growth, and development. And the mission of this podcast is to cheer you on and to coach you up. Yes, it is my core belief that everybody needs a cheerleader, a hype man, a flavor, flave, to be the bastion of encouragement. But we all need a coach as well. Right, Coaches are necessary to help us identify gaps in our processes so that we can elevate. That's why this podcast exists, and that's why I do what I do every day. I want to see you win. I want to win, and I want everybody around me to win. Everybody listening, everybody in the the pep squad, I want us to win. And on that note, I have some exciting news to give you at the end of this episode, but for now... Let's get right into it. So I was recently listening to a podcast that I love, the Court of the Day podcast with Sean Croxton. And I listened to it on the way to work every day. And he was, uh, in this episode, he featured a snippet of uh, a talk given by Ariana Huffington of Huffington Post fame. And in it, she referenced this quote by Rumi that I gave at the beginning where he said, everything happens for me, not to me. Now, this was not the first time that I have heard this said, nor is this the only way that I've ever heard it said. But for some reason, I had a moment of extreme cognitive dissonance because thinking back over my life, And even my recent life during the break between season one and season two of the podcast, there have been some things that have happened to my family and to me that felt like life was personally taking out some unforeseen hostilities on us. And personally, I had some things happen where I felt like everything was happening to me with no benefit for me. And in a vacuum, I understand how this could be true. See, it's hard to believe that everything happens right when it is supposed to happen, but it's true. So when we've been grinding on social media for years, but we're still stuck at 100 views and no likes on a post, it feels personal. When we've been on our jobs doing the best that we can, grinding every day, coming in early, staying late, but we continually get passed over for promotions, it feels personal. When we have put the work in with therapists to become the best person that we can be, but we still have a hard time finding love, it feels personal. Almost like life has chosen all of the worst ways possible to life. Because y'all know life be life And yet I would tell you that choosing to shift my mindset to believing that everything is happening for me 
has been the greatest weapon in the fight to overcome such a woeful mentality like things are happening to me because there's a difference life is not personally attacking you and i know that feels conspiratorial i know it feels like your life has some offense against you but if we're really going to shift the narrative in our heads we need to start here and while it's hard to not take all of life's ills personally this is where we have to begin the movement but i can hear you you're asking the same question that i've often asked how can life be happening for me when i'm working so hard yet can't seem to catch a break this episode can't answer that question and in fact i would never even try to answer that question in a session with a client but as this is your your one-on-one -on -one session with your coach coach j i want to try and shift the attention away from that part of why can i seem to catch a break and reframe your thinking in this way it's easier for me to understand and believe that things are happening for me when i begin to look at how i can benefit in any situation because there's always some kind of silver lining we me included don't always see them in the moment but when we look back it often becomes clear my pastor always says life is best lived looking back but tony robbins said this once and i want to use it here because i believe that it is very relevant he said when when trying to find the ways that things are working for you look he goes on to say that we will see what we seek I think that's good. I'm going to say it again. We will see what we seek. So, when you are looking for the negatives, guess what you'll find? Equally, when we spend our time looking for the positives, we give our mind things to notice and pick up on. I said this a lot in season 1 and it bears repeating here. Our minds will always find what we tell it to find. The mind is attuned that way. So when you give your mind something to focus on, that's what it begins looking for and seeking out. So because I'm such a helpful coach, I want to present you with a few ways that things are happening for you to help you calibrate your mind to see the patterns and the signs so that it knows exactly what it is looking for. So number 1, things are happening for you. to teach you a lesson. Now whether we like it or not, we all are lifelong learners. When we refuse to learn, we have to repeat the lessons over and over again. And if you're feeling stuck, then there is a lesson that you're trying to skip over that is essential for you to master in order for you to reach your next level. the lessons of life have to be learned in order to keep moving forward number 2 things are happening for you to wake you up yo we get comfortable we fall into routines in working and parenting in marriage and begin to live life on autopilot and that's not purposeful and some of it is not our fault because Our brains are smart enough to know that in order to conserve energy and to create efficiency 
Establishing patterns is the way to do that. So we begin falling into routines because our brain sees that it's the easiest way for life to happen. So maybe what you're going through right now is the blaring alarm clock telling you to wake up. Maybe you didn't even realize that you've been sleeping in your life. You've been sleeping on your job. You've been sleeping on your dream. You've been sleeping on your marriage. And maybe things are happening right now for you to wake up. I hate that sound in the morning, but it instantly snaps me from my sleep. And it's why I choose the most annoying, rude sound that I can find. Y'all know the eh, 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 eh. Y'all know that sound. It wakes me up. And maybe things are happening for you in your life right now to wake you up. Just saying. And then number three, things are happening for you to test your resolve. Basically, how badly do you want what you say that you want? Because simply put, some parts of life are prove-it moments where you will be forced to prove what you have learned, prove that you have changed, and prove that you are ready for what you keep on saying that you want. You're going to have to prove it. And sometimes things are happening for you in your life to be sure that you really want what you say that you want. If you give up on it, then maybe you didn't want it as bad as you said that you wanted it. But then that presents the opportunity for you to find something else. But just know that your resolve will always be tested. But also consider that maybe things aren't even happening for you or to you. Maybe things right now are happening through you so that somebody else can be helped by how you show resilience and how you grow. But that's another episode, right? Right. Okay, so moving forward. Uh, Jim Carrey. In a commencement speech, I don't remember when, but he said this and it stuck with me. He said, when I say life doesn't happen to you, it happens for you. I really don't know if that's true. I'm just making a conscious choice to perceive challenges as something beneficial so that I can deal with them in a more productive way. That's a lot. But what I really want to pull from that quote is that he says he's making a conscious choice. And in the end, family, pep squad, friends, all we have at our disposal, the greatest power that we have is our ability to choose. And I would like to give you some actionable steps that can help you choose well. Obstacles are going to happen to us all, but as your coach, it is important to me that you begin to apply the thinking that everything happens for you and that as you do that, you have some concrete ways to make that shift. Now, disclaimer, (laughs) I'm not telling you that this shift is easy. Matter of fact, it's hard. I have days when I slip up. And you will have days where you slip up too. But what is important is that you keep trying, is that you see your growth and elevation as important enough to you that you keep 
going with this because like I said, it's paid dividends in my life. And I believe that it can pay dividends to you. It's why this is the first episode of this season. Because the conversations that we're having over the course of this season of the podcast, you're going to hear from several different voices who will repeat this same theme that things are happening, that they had to choose to see life as things happening for them and not to them. And they wouldn't have reached the point in life where they are right now had they chosen to believe any other way. This shift is probably one of the most important mindset tips, strategies that I have talked about on this podcast, period. Period. And I believe it's integral to you becoming who you are and walking the authentic path that has been set out in front of you. Now, I'm not talking about just simply turning off your negative thoughts or refusing to feel negative emotions. They have a place, okay? They have a place, but yo, we have to stop allowing them to take up every room in the house and to run unchecked through our hearts and our minds. And I want you to tell yourself now that if that's been you, uh-uh, nah, time out for that. We're not doing that anymore. That's not who we are. That's not what we're doing. Yeah, the negative thoughts, the negative emotions come, right? But they don't run stuff up in here. And if they have, we're drawing a line in the sand and saying, no more. So first, I want you to train yourself to be aware of your reactions. Train yourself to be aware of your reactions. Get into the practice of taking in scenarios, situations, and circumstances, and then actively noticing your emotions, your thoughts, and your narratives. And when you catch yourself trending negatively in your emotions, stop and force yourself to pause. Some therapists have even said that we should wear rubber bands around our wrists so that uh, as negative thoughts and emotions come available, we just pull that rubber band and snap. It snaps against our wrist. And that is a sign. That's a sign to take notice of what we're thinking and what we're feeling so that we can begin the process of reframing. And maybe that can help you. But if, even if that's not your thing, you have to learn to be consciously aware of your reactions. You need to know your triggers. Okay? So you have to be aware of what you're feeling and what you're thinking as often as possible so that you can then move on to step number two. So step number one, again, was to train yourself to be aware of your reactions. And step number two was to explore your reactions. So whereas in step number one, we notice the reaction. In step number two, we were exploring them. Your reactions lead to your beliefs. So while it is necessary to be aware of our reactions, it's even more necessary to not just let them pass without exploring them. You have to begin treating your, your thoughts and your emotions uh, like a TSA agent, right? Uh, if you've ever flown, you know that before you get on that, uh, into that area where you can board the flight, you've got to go through the TSA checkpoint. They're going to put you through the machine that checks your luggage. 
they're going to check you, pat you down if need be, because they want to explore what's happening on every customer who gets on that plane. So, for example, when I get the email saying that I didn't get the job and I begin to feel rejected, I don't just gloss over that. I pause and ask myself, why? Why does not getting this job bring up thoughts of an eighth grade girlfriend who broke my heart? Or why am I suddenly feeling like a failure? Why am I hearing somebody tell me that I'd never amount to anything? Why? Dig into that. Explore it. Journal about it, right? But don't just stop there. You have to push through the why and find a way to reframe the situation in a way where you can see how this helps you. So going back to not getting the job, perhaps the reframe comes uh, in exploring the feelings of rejection and then on the other side telling yourself something like this. Let's see. Not getting the job is not personal. Therefore, I should take it for what it is and continue moving forward. It's not that they don't like me. It's that I'm not a fit for what they're looking for. They're not rejecting me, so I won't allow these feelings of rejection to cause me to overreact, but rather I choose to put my energy into continued growth and development so that when the right job comes available, I'm ready for it and I can present myself as ready for it. Do you see the difference there? The immediate reaction might have been rejection, but I stopped I explored it, right? And then I reframed it in a way that can help me move forward in a positive way and see that this happened for me, not to me. Third, I want you to imagine how you would advise a friend. So number one, again, we're training ourselves to be aware of our reactions, right? Number two, you're exploring your reactions. And then number three, you're imagining how you would advise a friend. In season one, I had an entire episode dedicated to the thought of treating yourself like your own best friend. So if your best friend came to you and said that they didn't get a job, would you immediately say, oh, you're such a failure. You suck. They dodged a bullet when they didn't hire you. You wouldn't. Yet for so many of us, that's how we treat ourselves. We are so overwhelmingly negative in a way that we would never put up with someone else being toward us, nor would we ever be that way with somebody else. Imagine how you would advise a friend to deal with that situation and then treat yourself accordingly. Y'all, this is a big thing. When you find yourself getting negative with yourself, treat yourself like you're your own best friend and advise yourself accordingly. That's a big one. It is huge. And it can lead to some of the greatest growth and breakthroughs of your entire, your entire life. Listen. When you truly adopt the mindset that things are happening for you, not to you, in every moment of your life, miracles are possible. 
and you learn to quit fighting against what's happening and find ways to adapt to it, creating a mind that is more flexible and solutions oriented. You create a mind that is more geared toward growth and not stagnation. And I believe that over the course of this episode, as we have broken down this quote by Rumi, I think you have some steps that can help you get where you need to be, to get unstuck, and to view life through a much healthier lens, maybe than what you've seen before. So as we get ready to close out this first episode of season two, what I hope has happened within you is a curiosity to see if making this mindset shift can help you. It's made a big difference in the way that I process things that are going on in my life. And I am 100% y'all certain that it could do the same thing to you. Yes, it takes work. No, it's not easy. Yes, journaling can help. Yes, it can be done in community with others, which, <laughs> which is why I'm so excited to announce that I have formed a Facebook group that is connected with this podcast. It's called the Pep Talk Podcast Community. And this is where listeners and non-listeners alike can come together to help grow one another. We grow best in community with other people. And if you embrace the mission of this podcast of cheering and coaching, then this will be the place for you. It's a place where we can get to know each other. I can get to know you better. You can get to know me, right? And I can introduce new exclusive resources to you all first before they go anywhere else. I'll include a link in the show notes. But wherever you are watching this, be it on our YouTube channel, the Pep Talk, uh, Pep Talk Podcast, or on any of the podcast providers that we use, Apple, Spotify, Google, Amazon Prime, I don't know where you're, where you're listening right now, know that I am rooting for you. Feel free to drop comments to continue the conversation in the Facebook group. Uh, if you see this on social media, leave comments, like it, share it. Also, I'd love your five-star ratings and reviews on Apple Podcasts. Uh, it, it helps to make this podcast available to more people. And also, don't forget to share, subscribe, share it with your friends, share it with your enemies, your frenemies, the person you gossip with at the water cooler <laughs> on Monday morning. Y'all, you are my people. And this season is going to be so good. I cannot wait to share all of the voices that we have lined up and their perspectives. Because the through line you're going to see in each of these conversations is that they believe that things are happening for them, not to them. They have eliminated the victim mentality and are choosing to live life from the perspective and the mindset of a champion and that is who you are and whether you believe it or not i am choosing to believe that and speak it over you until you have the strength to carry that mantle for yourself y'all you don't want to miss this season of the podcast it's going to be crazy good crazy good ah it's been so great being back here with you all this week I want you to have a great week. And as always, I want you to keep it light, keep it love, and keep it pepper.
<laughs> Y'all be blessed. It's been episode one of season two. I'm your host, Coach Jay, and we will see you in the Facebook group, right? Right. But we'll also see you next week. You'll be blessed. Blessings. I'll see you next time. Peace out.